Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! What's up, Montana? Welcome in. Nuan is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. If you don't see us in the studio, it's because we're not there. We're here. Idaho Central Arena. The confetti no longer on the floor. They fired the confetti at the right time this year. I was, you know? I was literally just going to say that. At least he was on cue th- this year. <laughs> My good friend Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, joining me <laughs> off the top. The Montana State Bobcat women, the champions of the Big Sky Conference. The confetti rained down, and it was an outstanding effort by Montana State. They uh, took NAU's best shot. NAU had a 17-0 run to take the lead, and MSU comes storming all the way back. Darian White, the Big Sky Conference Tournament MVP, and well-deserved. So we'll give you a full rundown of the Big Sky Conference Women's Championship. We'll also give you a full rundown of the tournament. Riley is here to help guide us through what's already been a wild men's tournament and should be a couple of good semifinals tonight. Riley's been the guy that's been touting Portland State more than almost anybody I know, and here they are in the semifinals. They've been looking really darn good. So we'll take you through what the Final Four will hold later on this evening as well. And we're also going to hear from a couple other outstanding guests. Joe Cravens, the rambling man. He's the uh, color commentator for the Big Sky Conference TV broadcast. 
Hey, look at him. He, right coach Cravens is already here, of course. He's an old coach, so of course he is. He's he's uh, he's half an hour early, so we'll hear from Coach about 4.30. He's been on the color call for all of these ESPN broadcasts with our good buddy Tony Parks. So excited to have Coach on. We're also going to take you all the way around the state of Montana when it comes to high school hoops. We're into the semifinals and uh, even beyond that in some of the tournaments, all four classifications raging on in Montana. Then we'll hear from Andrew Houghton, SkylineSportsMT.com, some feedback on the tournament. And then if I can get the sound cut up, this was right up to the wire. The press conference is actually literally still going. So Trisha Binford still talking down there. But I got a couple sound bites for us off the top. We'll hear uh, just a few thoughts from Coach Binford on her team's tournament championship. We'll also hear from Darian White, a uh, very thoughtful and well-spoken and beautiful statement that she read to open the press conference, sort of thanking some of the Bobcats that came before her. She was an outstanding freshman on MSU's team a few years ago. That team didn't get a chance to go dancing because that team had the championship game canceled. They were one of the great teams in the history of the Big Sky Conference, but they uh, did not get a chance to advance to the NCAA tournament. So she thanked all of those seniors and sort of let them be a part of it as well. And one of those young ladies, Blair Brax, is actually on the coaching staff now for Trisha Benford, so she got to experience it live and in person, but uh, also gave thanks to the other five seniors from that team. Nuwana is now ESPN Radio. It's part of our tournament takeover, presented in part by Stockman Bank. Stockman Bank invites you to experience the Stockman difference as a family-owned community bank with locations throughout Montana. Stockman Bank committed to enriching the lives of Montanans and helping communities succeed. What that means to you is your money stays in the local economy supporting your friends and neighbors. The final score from the first championship game here in Boise for the 2022 basketball season, Montana State 75, Northern Arizona 64. I thought it was a phenomenal effort by Montana State. What we love about sports is we love young people rising to the occasion. I hate when I watch games when it's just one team against another team just trying not to lose. This was two teams absolutely trying to win. So here's the quick and dirty of what went down. Leah Beatty hit a couple threes right out the gates to give MSU an early lead. But then Montana State was down by nine points midway through the first quarter. Trisha Binford does an entire, like a full line change. She puts in five new players. They actually spark it so that MSU is able to close the first quarter down just 15-13. Then the Bobcats dominate the second quarter. Darren White hits a buzzer beater at the end of the first half. Her second buzzer beater in as many days here in Boise. And uh, that helped Montana State take a lead into halftime. NAU responds with a 17-0 run be, uh, between the end of the third quarter and the beginning of the fourth quarter. And you're sitting there thinking, man, the Cats are on the ropes. Can they respond? And they responded in a big way. All sorts of big shots from all sorts of young ladies. I thought Leah Beatty played lights out. I thought KJ Lamardo was one of the more clutch players for the Bobcats during this run to the championship. And, of course, their outstanding junior duo of Darian White and Cola Bad Bear carried the day for MSU. 17 points for White, 13 points for Bad Bear. And Derry White named the Big Sky Conference Tournament MVP. Bad Bear on the all-tournament team. Northern Arizona, probably the turning point for them. Two turning points for them. One, when Lauren Orndoff went down with a knee injury. It was really, it, it was actually really sad. Uh, she clearly blew her knee out and 
you were Esau. You could hear a pin drop. Nobody said it. Mean, we were all kind of like, oh man, like please that's play terrible. the music number one. I right. mean, yeah, it, it was a tough, tough moment. And the final three minutes in in the first half, too, culture, you thought it could be a turning point. Montana State kind of went in with a little momentum for Northern Arizona for good reason. It is really tough to kind of respond to that. They obviously did with the 17 to nothing run, but immediately it shook them for good reason. I mean, Orndoff is one of their top contributors, and to have her out, only played 11 minutes in this game, obviously played a factor in it. But, yeah, it was it was a scary moment, kind of graphic, weird uh, here in the arena as well. It was a great response by the Bobcats, though, even despite the best efforts of Ed- Emily Radabaugh, who really shot. They kept rolling Arizona in it with hitting big shots. She ended up hitting four threes. She had 16 points. Reagan Skank also on the all-tournament team. She had 12 points, nine rebounds, and four assists for Lori Payne's Northern Arizona squad. And Lori, she is a Haver native and uh, somebody that people around the state of Montana have followed for a long time, and she's done a hell of a job at Northern Arizona to get them to this point. That is perhaps the toughest job in Big Sky Conference women's basketball. So for them to be playing in the tournament, pretty darn good uh, for Lori Payne's squad. So we'll hear, hear from Lori uh, in hour number two as well. But Riley, voice of the Grizz, Riley Corkin here with us. And I mean, what'd you think of this one? Because this is what you want to see in a championship, right? You want to see a team close it out. And there was just special moments across the board, whether it's Boise native Darian White carrying the day or Ava Ranson, who's also from the area, hitting some big shots. Just up and down the roster, Montana State played really well. That was a high-level college basketball game. And I think even the semifinal when Montana State beat Idaho, that was a high-level game as well. But this one, in the fourth quarter culture, both teams are just trading their best blow. And there was offensive execution. It wasn't the other team giving in or going cold. And Northern Arizona, you think they're flat on the mat, down by 15 go on a 17 to nothing run make this thing a game and then what happened the best player in the conference and the best player on the floor took over and I think that that is very fitting this time of year when you have the best player and it is very clear that it's Darian White what a great Hollywood script the story that she's from here but she was the best player on the floor she took over in that game I know she had over 10 points in the fourth quarter alone and big time players make big time plays and I know it's a cliche at times but Darian White won this game I felt in the fourth quarter when it came to its breaking point whether it was passing defense getting timely steals a runner in the paint that seems like a low percentage she changes that around. And I, I was just so impressed with her. Cola Bad Bear, Montana product. We all love to see that. Leah Beatty was huge at the beginning of the game with the three-pointers. And you're thinking Northern Arizona, they're a team top 10 in the country in three-point percentage. They were ice cold, I think, for the first two and a half quarters of that game before they kind of got it going a little bit from beyond the perimeter, that 17 nothing run. It was just a great back-and-forth game. It's what championship games are about. And you couldn't help but look at the banners. We see the women's champions up here in Idaho Central Arena of that team that didn't get to go. And you mentioned Blair Braxton. I keyed in on her in the postgame, tears of emotion. And you know that her team was kind of in the forefront of probably her thinking and then what this team accomplished as well. Um, give the Bobcats credit. You know I have high affinity for Trisha Binford. For and sure. what you she, worked with her. She's really easy to work with. She she's is. such a pleasant person. She, she, and she does it right. She does it. What it, She's what it's all about and very respectful in defeat at times. She has respect from everybody. And I, I really think this becomes a talking point, Colter that since Robin Selvig has left the league, she kind of has evolved into that role at 17 years now at Montana State, and it's very fitting. They they took advantage of everything that was in front of them. Uh, Darian White took over. I I was very impressed. That was a high-level championship game, and give credit to the Bobcats. That was a a mighty impressive one. Even though Trisha Bidford is a three-time Big Sky Conference Coach of the Year, even though she's hung several Big Sky Conference regular season banners uh, in the brick, 
This is only the second time they've gone dancing because they've had a couple t- couple different things that have sort of been robbed from them. One, it wasn't any sort of global pandemic. It was a three-quarter court buzzer beater the first year in Reno and Idaho State at the nine seed that That was year. my final game. Your final calling game Calling MSU women's basketball. Wow, and so... Uh, that one, that was a great team. And that, Remember the name? They, uh, Juliet Jones. Bingo, yep. Yeah, I'll never forget that name. That was one of the most stunned I've ever been and one of the most bad I've ever felt for an athlete in a press conference because none of the seniors could come because they were all too emotional. And Jasmine Hamas, who's one of my favorite players I've ever covered, such a stoic and sweet person. She did the press conference all by herself, and it was unbelievably impressive. But it was just, she was so heartbroken. But then the other one, Montana State went 19-1 in league and knocking on the door of a Big Sky title, a Big Sky tournament title, an NCAA tournament berth, and then COVID hits, they get it robbed from them. So Trisha Bidford, a special moment for her to punch their second ticket to the NCAA tournament, but the first one, the first time they've won it, right here in Boise, Idaho. She is a Boise State Hall of Famer, one of the great players to ever play for the Broncos, one of the great players to ever play in the Big Sky Conference from the time when BSU was still in the league. So Coach Bidford, she talked about First, just what it's been like to be a part of Montana State right now because the Bobcats got a role in football, national championship game appearance. Now the women are going dancing. We're going to get in the men's tournament here in just a minute. But here's Coach Bidford on both the momentum that MSU Athletics has as well as what this means to her to, to win this tournament title in a city that she once called home. I feel like we have a culture of excellence as a university. Our president was here today. President Cruzado is um, just the, the the most incredible leader. Uh, and then we have the same thing in our athletic director, Leon Costello. I think uh, our leadership is is as good as anywhere, if not the best anywhere. And um, we just have uh, coaches that are driven to, to care and uh, mentor young people. And when you get belief and you get the action behind it, uh, a lot of great things can happen. And for our squad today or this week, I felt like we got out of our own way. And I think when you play for each other, um, you can have some really special chemistry. Appreciate Colton and Lotus Skyline Sports. Derry read a beautiful statement about the seniors that came before her, and you mentioned the other night too, getting this thing kind of taken away from you. So, how much was that going through your head? And you know, you have one of those young ladies on your staff, so it must be pretty fulfilling. Yeah, there was a a long embrace with Coach Braxton as far as getting her ring. Um, And even Coach Bussey, who wasn't a part of that squad, but uh, had a tremendous career getting her ring as well. And, um, you know, that squad was a very, very special squad. And um, we we obviously want to honor them as well. And also want to celebrate this year's team and their accomplishments of um, a very difficult preseason schedule uh, that challenged us. Um, It was rocky. Uh, We went through some storms. And they found a way to grow up together and lean into each other. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm just really proud of them. And you've been to the NCAA tournament before, but to do this and win it here in Boise, so many Boise players on your team, what's this moment like for you? Yeah, it's crazy culture. It's uh, I think uh, Darian said it the best. Like, it's, it's hard to describe, you know. Um, I'm just uh, – First of all, I'm just so happy for them. Uh, I think uh, Cola addressed the mental health. It's been a long couple years with COVID and all those sorts of things. And um, uh, just I think, you know, you need to surround yourself with really special people. And this is a really special group that uh, serves and lifts each other up. And, um, And they had a great reward today. So you go, Trisha Bidford following her squad's victory. Montana State 75, Northern Arizona 64, the Bobcat women going dancing. They are the champions of the Big Sky Tournament here in Boise, Idaho. We are broadcasting to you live from Courtside Idaho Central Arena. 
It's part of our tournament takeover, presented in part by JV Restaurant Supply. JV is your home for everything kitchen. Whether you're a bear or a bobcat, an eagle or a scotty, you can score big with JV. They have three locations throughout the state of Montana Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls. You can always order online as well, jvrestaurant.com. Get everything you need for your next event at JV, your restaurant specialist. Right, Corcoran Voice of the Grizz. Joining me, Coulter Nuanas here on Nuanas now. And Riley, we'll take a step away from this and talk about the men's tournament because that's the uh, action we're gearing up for. So as one tournament comes to an end, another one uh, hits a fever pitch. So let's first start with yesterday. First, the Montana State Bobcats uh, got off to a slow start against Sac State, but then they were able to cruise into the uh, semifinals with an 83-61 victory. The second game of the day was one we much anticipated. And for the first five minutes of the game, it looked like uh, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Travis DeKeer and the Montana Grizzlies have a 12-2 run to open the game uh, to have a 10-point lead over Weaver State in the first four minutes. And you're thinking, how does Montana do it? They just smack Weaver every single time they play at this tournament. But it wasn't the same result as it has been so often. Montana had beaten Weaver seven times in the last eight postseasons. But instead, uh, Weaver State really responded. I thought that Montana's youth and their lack of size were on full display. And Weaver's size, first of all, the number one thing i got to say about Weaver State is how the hell they finished fourth. They have so much talent, I couldn't believe it. Well, they were the favorite. For I sure. Mean, for, for I mean, they, they started, three, what, 10-1 or 11-1? They, they started 10-0 and 0 10 and 0. overall. They were one of, right. the, one of five teams left in the entire country that hadn't had a loss yet. That happened in December. They had a, a, a swoon there where they played really good competition. Then they start 10-1 and 1 in league play. They have an eight-game winning streak. Mm-hmm. They, it culminates with the win over Montana. And Coulter, still to this day, I remember the feeling I had when I took off the headset down in Ogden that these two teams might be the two best teams in the league. Yeah, we and talked I think, about it on yeah, the show. And, and we swapped text back and forth, too. That was a really high-level basketball game. Well, since then, Weber just went on a nosedive. So did Montana. But Weber State has the talent. And, Coulter, there's a reason. They're the betting favorite tonight against Montana State. Despite everything, Weber State is favored tonight. And I think there's a reason behind that. They have the most talent to me in this league. And if they want to put it together for three games in three days, they're the team to do it. And I think Weber State, for good reason, is favored tonight. The let's talk about the Grizz for a moment because do we have to? No, I'm there's, kidding. <laughs> there's, there's always so much pressure on Montana because they're Montana. I mean, they they are the premier program in the Big Sky Conference, other than Weber State, yep. and they have one of the most prestigious coaches in the conference in Travis Takir, and he has done uh, such a great job of maintaining the the legacy of the coaching tree at Montana. But sometimes I think that the shadow that looms sort of skews our ability to analyze all the sports at Montana. They are under the brightest spotlight. I mean, we have a statewide radio show that we talk about them every single day on. And so sometimes I think maybe we don't give them the grain of salt that they deserve. But on the other hand, you know, it, it is sort of striking. The last two years, the Grizz are 20 and 20 against Big Sky teams when you count the or when you count the Big Sky tournament. So where are we at just with, with Montana and just the, the state the state of the program here? Because it's been three years in a row now where they haven't won 20 games, and that's sort of the barometer for this Grizz program. I really think it's time to kind of look in the mirror and see where you're at. And yes, there's this young sophomore core that there's a lot of promise there with, with Whitney, Ben, and Beasley. You bring back Lonel Martin, Mac Anderson as a core glue guys coming back as well. 
But after that, you have to kind of look at the landscape of college basketball. What have all these other teams done? They've utilized the transfer portal. What's Weber State done? They've had the newcomer of the year the last two seasons, Kobe, Kobe McEwen, first-teamer sure. this year. I, Isaiah Jones last year as well. Dylan Jones, yep. Uh, yep. I mean, you have him. Um, and you look at what Weber State's been able to do, Northern Colorado. They add a piece in Drew Cookshausen for Montana. The transfer portal has not been as fruitful to them. Sure. And I think with the landscape of college basketball, yes, they're trying to build this core. They've had some tough learning lessons. I think last year, in a way, you can kind of throw it out and, and understand the young freshman core. That's fine. But now with this year and the way that this season ended, they lost four of their final five. But it was maddening because the only win in the final 28 days, Coulter, came against first place Montana right, State and right. a dominating win on national TV. I mean, so you look at it and there's obvious frustration, I think, with where they're at right now, that it's kind of time. And you look around the league and see, I don't want to say the programs have passed them up, but the expectations are so high year in year out that when you have a two-year dip and like you said three years after not winning 20 20 games in a season it's kind of time to look in the mirror and I, I think for good reason there's going to be some urgency now moving forward they need to have some urgency for sure but I also think next year's is gonna be a pivotal year because they've said we're young we're young for two years that's over and that's over now they, they those guys need to now become you know the core guys of Robbie Beasley Josh Bannon and Brandon Whitney now they need to become premier players that are veteran players in the league haven't played two years now they're going to be juniors all that stuff it is so interesting too because i do think that uh, there's there's several different dominoes that fell that sort of derailed the the cons- I, I don't want to say the trajectory because montana was on top but what happens if the t- big sky tournament doesn't get canceled back in 2020 and that team gets a chance to play in the big sky tournament i do think that side Pridget was hungry and talented enough to take that team maybe to the championship game at least and then if, you ha- if you're in the championship game, then you're talking about on the recruiting trail, you've been there, what, four out of the f- five seasons under Travis DeCure, and you're talking about maybe you win it, and then you're talking about going to the NCAA tournament three years in a row. And then all of a sudden, the whole narrative of the program is different. But also I think that they tried to rebuild it. Coach DeCure has shied away from transfers, but his initial best teams were built on transfers. What's the difference, though? It's the waivers. It's the not having to sit out. Travis Secure had so much success with guys that came, sat, and then played, whether it was Martin Burney, who he inherited, or Ahmad Rory, who he brought in, and then got, he had to learn Jamar Co. guys like that. Donovan Dorsey. Donovan Dorsey, for sure. But then also, I think that they had a guy that was in that mold, and Nassim Gaskin, he gets in a little bit of trouble. Coach Secure, he doesn't ever want anything to do with his guys getting in trouble. They cut ties, lickety-split, boom, and all of those different factors go into it. So uh, you just have to wonder, I mean, there's a lot of what-ifs, and, and everybody has what-ifs in college basketball. We just have to wonder how much that just sort of derailed the status of Montana's program as it sat a, a couple years ago under Coach Takir. Absolutely, and it's circumstantial, of course, the COVID reason comes into play as well with that derailing a lot of things, but you're right. That team was the number three seed. They were hungry. They had the best player in the league. Like we see with Montana State women, they had the best player in the league. What happens? You normally win on these neutral site courts. I think Montana had a lot of conference. Remember, Idaho State was the 11 seed. They pulled off the upset of NAU, so Montana had a really favorable draw kind of moving forward. But since then, it hasn't been the same. And I, I, I think that it's fitting that you reference Asai Pridget because he was the man. He was the guy. For sure. Montana hasn't really had that since then. Sure. You could look at all the other teams in the league. They've got a, a distinguished guy. And why that they're playing well this time of year for Montana, they're more of the sum of the parts, which has proved beneficial. But at times, I feel there are certain moments this season, and me and you have chronicled this entire year, where – 
they needed a guy in a close situation, a clutch moment, maybe a scoring drought. We've seen plenty of that this year for Montana. They needed a guy to pull him out of it, and I think that that was lacking from a consistency standpoint, and, and Montana ultimately played the, paid the price for it down the stretch. Well, and basketball teams in general need a go-to player for sure, but Travis DeCure needs one bad because that's his coaching style is to challenge his guy get his face, get him fired up, and then unleash him. And he had that multiple iterations of that, whether it was Jordan Gregory or Ahmad Rory and Michael Ogine or Saeed Pridgett. And you saw it yesterday. Josh Bannon was kind of getting bullied by Dante Bassett and uh, Dylan Jones. Coach took him out, sat him on the bench, and then said, then he got got after him, said, get back in there. And then Bannon got a charge call on him, and then he was back on the bench, and he never really found his floor. He finished with 11 points and 9 rebounds, but he's only 1 of 8 from the floor. And and uh, he just wasn't the dude that Montana needs him to be. He is only a sophomore, but uh, I, I just think that uh, they need to find – if Coach DeCure wants to have his way, he needs to find somebody that meshes with his personality and the way he coaches, uh, spe- spe- specifically with – unleashing a dude like he's had for so long during his time in Montana. And it wants everyone wants it to be Josh Bannon. Absolutely. I, I was there the two biggest games for Montana the last month before the Bobcat game and before the game yesterday of Coach Secured Ask Josh Bannon, are you the best player in the gym? Absolutely. Trying to pump him, feed him with confidence. Everyone thinks Bannon can be that guy, but not to just pile on on Josh because I think when Bannon's not his best, who can step up? And that's why those championship teams are so special. If Ahmad Rory or Michael Guinea maybe had an off game, Bobby Moorhead was there to nail three or four three-pointers. They they had a good core there for Montana. I mean, those guys, they were bringing Pac-12 crashers off the bench. I mean, it was a significantly different level of talent. It really is, and I think right now, now that everyone has that kind of look in their eye where they're looking for somebody else yeah. to jump up instead of just being aggressive, being that guy. And I think that's lacking. And yes, that can be youth. But as we have chronicled here, Coulter, and said, next year that can't be used. This team feels that they might, and it all depends on the transfer portal and how everybody reshapes their roster. But yes, on paper, with the top four teams ahead of them, I mean, Southern Utah's gone. The other three teams have so many seniors. That, yeah, you could make the argument Montana might be preseason favorite, but there's a lot that can go into play before that happens. Tomorrow is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television coming to you from the third floor of Idaho Central Arena. The women's tournament in the books, the men's tournament rages on. It's part of our tournament takeover presented by Aspen Sound. Brought to you uh, Aspen Sound cars, boats, stereos, window tinting, auto starts, and more. Visit Aspen Sound in Missoula on Broadway or visit AspenSound.com. You mentioned the... Uh, Weber State-Montana State game, I think that's going to be a straight war because I do think that the only team in the league that really has an answer for Jabril Bello is Weber State. If Dante Bassett plays like he did yesterday on the yeah, defensive end, for sure. Weber's a different team, and, and this is no disrespect to him, but when he turns it on, they're a different squad. There's for been sure. games where he doesn't turn it on. Well, Dante Bassett plays like that yesterday. It is going to be a war. I want to get your take on the fact that Weber State's a two-point favorite in that game. I think it's very interesting. I think that it's surprising they're a two-point favorite only because Montana State ripped Weber in Ogden. The... the one of the only started their slide. One of the only uh, losses the Cats have 
in conference play this year was two. I think it's their only conference loss at home was to Weber State because the Cats went 16 and four in the league. I believe that their only loss at home was to Weber State, and right before the new year. And then Weber comes to Missoula and loses and then rips off 10 in a row. And Montana State then drills them, and that was sort of the start of their slide. So it is a little bit interesting, but I also think that Weber has unbelievable talent. I mean, Kobe McEwen is a high major-level guard. He is He's really, really good. You know, uh, Dylan Jones might be the best player in the league. When he, he Right? I, I mean, think he is. I, mean, I, I tweeted that twice yesterday. I said Dylan Jones is obviously mad that he wasn't first-team all-conference. Well, that number, he's on a show. And I was saying this in the second half when I was trying to find filler material for the game yesterday. But what's the chances he gets picked up by an SEC team? For I sure. mean, he's from Columbia, South Carolina. He's an absolute monster, and it's very clear he can play at the next level. I'm curious, not to speculate or anything, but that's very valuable. Basically, all this being said, he, he's an SEC talent is what I'm getting at. For sure. Well, the Corker voice of the Grizz joining me, Coulter Nuanas, here on Nuanas now. So last thing, then the nightcap tonight is going to be a fun one. Uh, Portland State versus Northern Colorado. Northern Colorado seems sort of like a team of, uh, I don't want to say destiny, but a, a team that, that they're complete. They're a, they're a complete team, and they also just they have a special storyline to play for. The fact that a lot of those guys have go go way back. I mean, Kirk, Joe Cooch, and Matt Johnson, and Bodie Hume, and Dalen Coons, They've all been playing together since they were teenagers. That itself is a driving factor. I think that they have one of the most defined identities in the league, which I think helps you when it comes to the tournament. You know exactly what you need to do to dictate the game and to win. Portland State, <laughs> I said this on the ESPN Plus pregame I, I show. I told you they were going to be here. You and I put them up a yeah. little bit, and I, I will say this. I, I, I can't remember what my conflicts were, but when the Grizz played Portland State on the road, I was covering something else, so I only was able to watch a little bit of the replay and write the recap. And when the Grizz were playing at home, we had a little family dinner birthday party thing. It was the only Grizz home game I missed this year. So I didn't see Portland State okay. as much as anybody. But I said this on the, pre, the ESPN Plus pregame show yesterday. I said, Khalid Thomas is one of the most naturally talented players in the league, and that's the type of guy that can be scary come tournament time. Portland State destroyed Southern Utah yesterday. It ended up like a 12-point margin at the end, but they were up like 22-6. to Their press is crazy. So what do you think of this matchup? Because Portland State, I think the farther they get in the tournament, the harder they are to prepare for. Number one, yes, I agree with you on that point, but you wonder just stamina level with how they're just their style of play, how much they have left in the tank, playing their third game in a row. You have to remember, too, this league is all about matchups. Portland State swept Northern Colorado in the regular season and beat them pretty badly. They put over 100 points on the board down in Greeley. So this is maybe a mental matchup as well. I, I have said the teams that I've seen this year in person, Northern Colorado, to me, is the favorite. They're the most complete team. They've got that core of six guys. They know what they need to do. They kind of escaped last night, and it feels like everybody needs that one game. And it feels like Northern Colorado got over it. I'm very high on the Bears. I, I think it's a fascinating semifinal. It's very fitting because we all know here in Boise when you're here for five straight days, Coulter, 10 o'clock at night, Friday night, about for the sure. 19th game out of 20 here in Boise. Things get a little weird. This could be a high-level, crazy game back and forth. Should be fun to watch. I'll take the Bears, though. Riley Corker, voice of the Grizz, joining us here on Nuanas Now. Thanks for being here, man. Appreciate hey, absolutely. it. Absolutely. Now. It's our tournament takeover. Riley will be back next week. We're going to have a predetermined or, I got to say, to be determined uh, operating mode for next week. So we'll, we'll We'll let you know where we're going, when he'll swing by, or when we'll be doing a show together from summer. We'll see. Uh, just depends on how the rest of this tournament plays out. But it is our tournament.
tournament takeover. It's presented in part by Vance Thompson Vision. It's game day. Get ready for the action. Fast break, slam dunks, buzzer beating, three-pointers, and more. Can you see all the game day excitement? Like, really see it? If you wished your vision was clearer, Vance Thompson's world-class team and experienced doctors can help you request your free laser vision consultation from the premier LASIK and cataract surgeons in Montana and visit VanceThompsonVision.com today. Joe Cravens, the head color commentator for this Big Sky Conference week in Boise and a longtime Big Sky Conference head coach, joins us next. Keep it right here. CSPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. State tournaments across Montana rage on as the Big Sky Tournaments in Boise continues. Hello, I am Jeff Safford. In the Class AA Girls Basketball Tournaments in Great Falls, the undefeated semifinals are set. The top seed out of the East, Billings West, took down Missoula Sentinel to open the tournament. Missoula Hellgate, the top team out of the West, blasted Great Falls CMR. West and Hellgate face off on Friday. Billings Seniors Girls got past Kalispell Flathead while Billings Skyview beat Butte. Skyview and Senior open play today at 5 p.m. Sentinel stayed alive this morning with a 54-43 loser out win over CMR. and the Class AA Boys Tournament, Billings Skyview outlasted Kalispell Glacier while Helena Capital got past Bozeman Gallatin. Bozeman took down Missoula Big Sky 55-47 while Billings Senior beat Butte. Skyview and Capital play tonight at 6.30 while Bozeman and Senior play at 8. The Eagles play Butte in a loser out game. The undefeated semifinal in the Class A Girls Tournament in Missoula features Dillon against Haver and Harden versus Billings Central. The boys undefeated semis features Butte Central against Glendive and Dillon versus Lewistown. At the Big Sky Tournaments in Boise, Montana State's men race to an 83-61 victory over Sac State. The top-seeded Bobcats play number four, Weber State, after the Wildcats diced Montana 66-52. The other men's semifinal features number three, Northern Colorado, against number seven, Portland State. For recaps on all the action, tune in to the What Is Now on ESPN Radio. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Ask been sound. I wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. You could cut ties with all the lies that you've been living in. And if you do not want to see me again, I would understand. I would understand. Montana. Welcome back. 
Nuwana's now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. But, of course, you don't see us in the Northwest Motorsports Studio because we're not there. We're here, Idaho Central Arena, downtown Boise. The Big Sky Women's Basketball Tournament in the books. The Montana State Bobcat women are the Big Sky Tournament champions. They'll head to the NCAA Tournament next week and play in a, or a to-be-determined site against a to-be-determined opponent. They beat Northern Arizona 75-64. We got Montana State, the top seed on the men's tournament, and number fourth seeded Weber State warming up on the court right now about 50 minutes away from the beginning of the action. This is part of our tournament takeover, which is presented in part by Crawford's Automotive. From oil changes to brakes, tune-ups to transmissions, Crawford's will get you back on the road. Call 406-542-7705 today. Great pleasure for me now to be joined courtside by Joe Cravens, the guy who coached in the Big Sky Conference in the mid-90s at Idaho, and then for uh, about eight seasons at Weber State in the late 90s into the early 2000s. And he's been on this call since the tournament moved to a neutral site. So I've gotten to know Coach Cravens a little bit over the years, both in Reno and in Boise. Coach, thanks so much for being here. How you doing? Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. First and foremost, let's talk just about this tournament in general. You've been involved in this now since it moved to a neutral site. So what's your favorite part about uh, the Big Sky Tournament in general, being on the color commentating role that you are, and, and now being in Boise here for the last four years? Well, I think it's great, uh, Colton, to have it in a neutral site where everyone is here. One of the things I really enjoy about the tournament is simply walking through the lobby with all the yep. fans, and you mentioned how many years, both as a coach and as a broadcaster, I've been involved in the Big Sky. So there's a whole bunch of people I know. And for me, that's that's the highlight of the tournament, just stopping and talking to people, and regardless if they're from Idaho State or Montana or Montana State. And, uh, you know, I don't have a dog in the fight, so, I, you know, I'm not taking sides. I'm, I'm not upset after someone wins or loses. And so for me, it's, it's, a, lot of, it's a lot of work, obviously, doing uh, this year I'll do 11 games in four days. I've just done seven in two, which has about put me over the edge. But again, <laughs> But I, I think it's wonderful having it at a neutral site because of that, because we're all together like that. It is a fun part of it, for sure, to be able to see everybody and, and see the players and the coaches and all the fans and all that stuff. What do you think of a neutral site? Because when you were at Weber State at the time, you guys went to the NCAA tournament. You guys won it on your home court. You're the regular season champions. And that's sort of what it was uh, for a long time. A lot of times it provides an awesome atmosphere, especially when it's at Weber or Montana yes. or Montana State because they draw so well. But also, sometimes as you see when you win it on your home court, it's not necessarily preparing you for the neutral site you're going to face in the NCAA. So what do you think of this neutral site dynamic? Well, I think the neutral site is the best for the league. It's the best for the league with the exception of one team, the team that wins it, Right. Uh, that you'd like to have it on your home court. But that's been so long ago, I'm not sure anyone even kind of remembers what that was right. like. It's now just part of the big sky culture, so to speak, that you play on a neutral court. We did that in Reno. I was involved with that. I think the last couple years we were there before we came over here, maybe three years in Reno. Yep. But uh, And I was impressed with that. And then when I heard uh, when John Casper said we're moving to Boise, I wasn't sure about that. But this has been terrific. I think this is a great venue, and I think it's good for the league. The only uh, school or team it's not good for is if you win it. But I don't think anyone expects that anymore. It's been so long since uh, that was the situation. Joe Craven is joining us here on Nuanas Now. He has been Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. It's our tournament takeover coming to you live from Boise. And, Coach, yesterday we had four quarterfinals games, and uh, 
the, probably the one that had the most eyes on it. Montana State took care of business pretty easily against Sacramento State. But the second game was one we've become accustomed to in this tournament. It's Montana versus Weber State. These two teams have played nine times in the last 12 years. For the last eight years, it's been all Montana. They beat Weber seven of the last eight times in this tournament. But yesterday, Weber laid into Montana, and you could see the Wildcats were sort of reveling in the fact that they were beating the Grizz. So what was your takeaways from that game? Well, I think everything you said is accurate. I said on our broadcast that there may be a little extra motivation mm -hmm. uh, for Weber getting knocked out in the first round last year. And remember, uh, last year, Montana beat them starting three freshmen and a sophomore. Right. And uh, Randy Ray's kind of going to war call was we've got to get older. We've got to get old and stay old, and yet they got knocked out by a team that had three freshmen and sophomores starting. So I, I think that left a bitter taste not only in Coach Ray's mouth and his staff, but certainly with the rest of the team. So I think they had uh, some extra motivation. It's no secret. I don't think either team was playing great basketball coming into the tournament, but I've always said confidence and team chemistry can come and go in a night, and it looks like all of a sudden Weber State's kind of righted the ship, and that, that win gave them a lot of confidence, I think. The third quarter final game, Southern Utah came in as the two seed. They did not look like the two seed. Portland State blitzed them, and uh, it was that game was almost over before it even started. It was 10 minutes in, and then Portland State's up by 20 points. Well, two things. I, I had the game where SUU last Saturday went in and beat Weber State without two starters right. and two other guys sick. I thought that was one of the most gutsy road wins at any level for any team I had ever seen. But the uh, SUU was so beat up. It, it was, they didn't have Tavian Jones. Uh, Dre Marine was sick. He hadn't played in the previous three halves. So I, I think they were... Their tank was empty, so to speak. But uh, you got to give Portland State a lot of credit. My gosh, that was an ambush there. That, that from the opening tip, I told Reuben Ramos, one of the officials, no friend of mine, at halftime. I said, Reuben, were you aware that Portland State played with seven players that first half? Because I mean, they were everywhere. They uh, SUU, Anon Mooney's first two jump shots off of ball reversal were blocked because they had they were so quick to the ball yesterday. It was very impressive. Last question on that game. Then Portland State, they play this this really intense style. They trap from all over the place. It's not even really like a full-court press because they can bring the trap from all over the place, all over the court. They've played two days in a row. But I think that style is so hard to prepare for. So how much more of an advantage is it for them as they go along when they continue to play teams that are just only having a, you know, a walkthrough and a shoot-around to prepare for uh, what is one of the most unique styles in the league? Well, I think you get to this time of year, and if, uh, they're playing Northern Colorado tonight, who obviously has played them twice. A lot of times it's tough to convince your kids. It's tough to simulate that type pressure in practice. But you get to this time of year, and they've they've uh, Northern Arizona or Northern Colorado's played them twice back to back games. As a matter of fact, they should have a pretty good feel for what they're going to be up against. That doesn't mean they'll be able to handle it. Now the the million dollar question is: Can Portland stay uh, at that high level energy for three straight nights and possibly four straight nights? 
Let's talk about the matchups in the semifinals. Then we are closing in about 45 minutes away from Weber State and Montana State. And you mentioned that Weber is, even though they sort of limped into the tournament, their talent is just a pair. I mean, you look at them warm up. They look physically great. Montana State, they've gotten by with not only talent, but culture and just uh, sort of the winning mentality that Danny Sprinkle's been able to install uh, in this program. So what do you think of the matchup that's going to kick off the Big Sky semifinals tonight between MSU and Weber State? Well, one of the things, I agree with everything you said. Great talent versus good talent with great chemistry. Weber State, uh, where there's been times their talent's been very obvious, I'm not sure their chemistry has been there. But as I said, that can come and go in a weekend. Uh, One of the things that Danny Sprinkle's done that I I don't think he gets enough credit for, he's done a great job of developing his bench. They are now at least eight, nine, possibly even ten deep with the big kid also bar uh, coming on. That also gives them a completely different look when they play he and Bellow together. Uh, Also bar can spell Bellow a little bit. So that kind of, again, takes them up to a little bit of a different level. Weber State, when they get going, their talent is so evident and so obvious, not near as deep as Montana State, so we'll see how, how that plays out. This game tips at 530. You can hear Coach Cravens on the call with our good buddy Tony Parks, who joined us earlier this week. As the play-by-play, Coach Cravens will be on the color. And last thing for you, then, Coach, the second semifinal tonight between Portland State and Northern Colorado. You think Portland State's got enough juice left in the tank because that Northern Colorado team, they're disciplined, they're veteran, they're tough to guard, but when Portland State cranks it up, they're pretty tough to beat as well. Well, I, uh, once again, I you don't need me to. You, 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 <laughs> I agree with everything you said. Here, here's what I'm concerned about, though. Northern Colorado last night looked like they were cruising. Eastern Washington pressed them, and all of a sudden, yeah. you know, that cookie crumbled and uh, crumbled very quickly. So they're going to see. Uh, a different level of pressure tonight, so we'll see. I love Matt Johnson, their point guard. I think that that uh, helps him handle that pressure, but I like Dre Marina off a lot, too. I, I think he was sick and kind of ailing, but that is going to be a classic matchup. Joe Cravens, best around. You can find his call on ESPN Plus with, along with Tony Parks. Thanks for, so much for joining us. Oh, no, my pleasure, guys. I always enjoy being around you guys. Now he has been radio as well as SWX by Ted Television. It's our tournament takeover. Thanks to everybody that helped us make us possible to be broadcasting here live from Boise, Idaho, including Ryan Holloway and Miller. From auto accidents to medical malpractice to wrongful death or any criminal defense, Ryan Holloway and Miller should be your first call. No matter what your legal needs when it comes to personal injury or criminal defense, call Ryan Holloway and Miller today. Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. More hoops, but how about on the prep level? State tournaments across the state of Montana. Ray John will give you all the scores and updates from all the tournaments in the Treasure State. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. The Advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the Advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Is now on ESPN Radio.
the NCAA tournament, the second time they've advanced the NCAA tournament under Trisha Binford. We'll hear from a couple of the outstanding players from that Bobcats women's team in hour number two, but let's wrap up hour number one with a look around the state basketball tournaments that are rolling on through Montana. This is part of our tournament takeover. We're here in Boise, but there's all sorts of tournaments going on throughout the state of Montana. Tournament takeover is presented in part by Palmer's Drug. Palmer's Drug will take care of you on a personal level like you deserve. When you think local, think local pharmacy at Palmer's Drug, located at Southwest Higgins in Missoula. The Class AA tournaments are going on in Great Falls right now, so here's the most recent update from those tournaments. Yesterday, Billings West, the top seed out of the East, took down Missoula Sentinel 58-48. Missoula Hellgate, the Western AA champions on the girls' side, blasted CMR 71-27. In the afternoon games, Billings Senior gets by Kalispell Flathead 55-47. And Billings Skyview takes out Butte 57-39. In the first of the undefeated semis today, Missoula Hellgate... Takes down Billings West, 51-35. So great win by Hellgate. They are into the championship game. They'll play tomorrow uh, evening at 6.30. And they await the winner of Billings Senior and Billings Skyview. Those two teams play at 5 o'clock tonight in Great Falls. In the uh, loser's bracket, Sentinel did win a loser out game this morning. 54-43 over CMR. So the Spartans advance to a, another loser out game tomorrow morning. Flathead d- destroyed Butte 60-33. So Flathead and West will play a loser out game tomorrow morning as well. And then the winners of those um, will then play. Uh, I, the loser of the Skyview senior game, they'll play Central tomorrow morning. And then the winners of those two games will play for third and fourth. But Hellgate into the double-A title game on the girls' side. In the Western Double A, or excuse me, the Class Double A Boys Basketball Tournament, Skyview beat Glacier 51-46 yesterday. Capital outlasted Bozeman Gallatin 51-41. Bozeman gets past Upstart Missoula Big Sky 55-47, and Billings Senior gets past Butte 74-62. The first undefeated semifinal of the tournament will tip tonight at 6:30. Billings Skyview and Helena Capital, and then Bozeman Billings Senior the nightcap at 8 p.m. In loser out action, 
Gallatin beats Kalispell Glacier 63-42. So Gallatin, they await the loser of that Skyview Capital game. And the Missoula Big Sky, they get a win under their belts. They killed Butte 80-55. So Big Sky will also play a loser out game tomorrow morning. But a good run by the Eagles. It's a rare occasion when only one Missoula team is in the AA tournament, and it's Big Sky, not Hellgate or Sentinel. So um, a good year by Big Sky. They've had a sort of up-and-down year. But they have a lot of talent. They're really athletic. And when they press you, they can really turn up the pressure. So Big Sky remains alive for potentially taking home a trophy uh, at the Class AA tournament up in Great Falls. The Class A tournament is at the University of Montana right now in uh, Missoula. And here's where we're at so far. The undefeated semifinal for the, uh, in the boys' tournament. At halftime, Dillon and Lewistown are tied 27-27, so we'll get a final for you for that one upcoming. Butte Central and Glendive play at 5 p.m., so the winners of those two games will then meet for the Class A state championship. In the girls' bracket, Dillon and Haver play tonight at 8 p.m., and Harden and Billing Central play tonight at 6.30, so uh, the girls have the evening games in Class AA. In Class B, that's the tournaments that are in Bozeman right now. So the Class B tournaments um, on the boys' side, Three Forks versus Big Fork tonight at 6.30 in an undefeated semi, and Lodgegrass, who's been one of the front runners and the two-time defending Class B champions, they play Harlem at 8 p.m. So the boys get the nightcap in Bozeman and uh, one step away from the state championship in Class B. And then on the girls' side in Class B, Malta and Jefferson are playing right now. Jefferson is up 33-20, to 20, so we'll get a final for you when that one ends. And then Colstrip and Har- Harlem will play, so the uh, winners of those two games will play for the state title tomorrow. And then in Class C, on the girls' side, you got Seiko, Whitewater, Hinsdale versus Box Elder in the first of two semis tonight. That tournament, by the way, uh, taking place up in Gray Falls. And then Roy Winifred Plentywood, or Roy Winifred plays Plentywood, excuse me, 7.30 in the Class C girls tournament. And uh, then on the Class C boys tournament, here's your semifinal look. You got uh, Manhattan Christian beats Broadus 67-23. Uh, to move into the state title game. And then Freud Lake, Winifred. Freud Lake takes down Winifred, excuse me, 46-35. So Manhattan Christian versus Freud Lake for the Class C state championship tomorrow. So Jeff Belich, head coach of Manhattan Christian, continues to have a ton of success there. And uh, Manhattan Christian knocking on the door of yet another. They're in in yet another state championship game, and they're knocking on the door of yet another um, state championship. So our prep is presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank's been enriching the lives of Montana since 1907. You still have a couple days left. Farmer State Bank is giving away 10 $10,000 scholarships. That's right, 10 $10,000 scholarships. We're going to have to apply now. We have four days left, March 15th, when uh, the deadline is for those 10 $10,000 scholarships. So if you know an outstanding senior, go nominate them at FarmersEbank.com. Our tournament takeover rolls on here from downtown Boise. Appreciate all of our phenomenal sponsors for sending us here, including Dazzler's Car Wash in Missoula. You need to get your truck washed or your rig all sparkling. Go hit up Dazzler's. They have this awesome undercarriage wash as well where they uh, get all the de-icer and all the gravel and all that stuff that might mess up your paint or mess up your tires. They can get it all off of there for you. Keep your car looking shiny and clean. Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula out there on Radio Way out North Reserve right next to our shop at Missoula Broadcasting Company. Hour 1 and 1 is now in the books. Hour 2 coming at you. 
Andrew Houghton, SkylineSportsMT.com, will join us to get, give us his impressions of the women's championship. We'll also hear from Cola Badbear and Darian White. Keep it right here. Nuanas now rolls on. Hour two coming at you at ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus. <laughs> 